I like my driver. We're taking things our own manner. We're going. There we go. We're going. We're we're going bike lane. There we go. I love and it. And we're Shout back. Out to that so dude. Welcome to the Green Light Podcast. Cowboy, take me away. A great episode for you today. It's two inside the NFL buddies, Jay Cutler, Chris Long, hanging out in Studio J. They're going to talk a little recap from NFL Week 1. Jay's going to run through some of the best situations for a young quarterback in the NFL. Talk to you storylines. Jay tells a couple stories from his years in the league. All while being a passenger in a car in New York City. It was downpouring while Jay was on the phone with us. He was in transit, but we made it work. Y'all, please enjoy. We'll be back on Friday with a great freak show for you. See you when we see you. I hate buying tickets. I've been playing my whole life, never had to worry about buying tickets. But the ticket part is stressful. The game's stressful. The ticket part's really stressful. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. And with the Game Time app, it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. I'm trying to see the monster trucks for my kids or Willie Nelson for me and my kids. I can find it all in the Game Time app. Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has the deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you. 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code GREENLIGHT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code GREENLIGHT for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So Jay, Jay's here. We're both, we agree, after one week of the NFL season, and maybe we're right not now. cut out for this media shit, dude, because uh, we are, it's like a rookie wall we've hit. I'm in the middle of New York in dead stop traffic and it's raining. And I've got to go to Jersey to do the show with you tomorrow. Um, and it's, I don't know. I, let's get a helicopter. Yeah, you got to get a helicopter, man. That would be dope. And then you could take me to Charlottesville on your way back to Nashville. Just, it's kind of <laughs> like a, along the way. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, I want to talk to you about the uh, the current NFL landscape with quarterbacks, yeah. man. I the, yeah. the number one question I have for you is like with all these rookie QBs, uh, and I feel like with the dudes that just retired, there's this big turnover. You want to see who's going to be carrying yeah. the mantle the next ten years or whatever. What system do you think is the most quarterback friendly to enter for one of these rookie QBs? I mean, we've got Carolina, we've got some other ones. Which one would would Young Jay Cutler want to join? None of them, you know. I I got lucky because I was 11th and Shanahan was at Denver, so they traded. Oh, they were in the AFC Championship game. So I mean, that's kind of we were. We, I just did this show with you know Danny Cannell and Steve and these guys, and it's 
you look at some of these teams and it doesn't matter who your quarterback is. Like you're screwed. It doesn't matter your system. You're screwed. Like you just don't have enough talent on your side of the ball. I mean, unless your defense is great, you're not going to be successful. So for the, you know, for Bryce and CJ, I mean, Anthony Richardson, he's a more of an athlete than those guys. And I think his team's a little bit better. Um, yeah. That would be the one place I would want to go if I was any of those three. But if I had a choice, I wouldn't go to any of them. One of them uh, is with our guy Josh McCown in yep, Carolina. Yep. Um, he's got that going for him in, in Bryce yeah. Young. I mean, what what do you yep. think? You you had a bunch of quarterback coaches, I'm sure, and I can remember yep. like looking at my boys like Bradford and them and seeing them go through all these different coordinators yeah, and on top of it, QB coaches. And if I learned anything in D-line rooms, like all position coaches are not created equal. There are some guys who no. are definitely faking it until they make it. And I'm wondering if that's a big problem, you know, not having that Josh McCown in there and what difference it makes to have one. It's going to help because Josh has been there. He's done it. Um, he's very patient. He's detail-oriented. And he cares. He cares so much. And that's what you want. That's what you want your coach. You want your coach to put you in the best position, and you want him to care. That's kind of who Josh is at core. I mean, I remember when he first got to Chicago and uh, – you know, he had had a lengthy career at that point already, and he was so genuine. I'm kind of looking around the room. I'm like, is this guy, is he really, is he this, actually this guy? And the more you're around him, that's exactly who he is. So he's going to help Bryce, but like we were just talking about, unless they get some more dudes in there to help Bryce on the field, it doesn't really matter what happens in the media. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the guys, not a rookie, but a guy that, uh, a lot of excitement around them in Justin Fields. And obviously you played yeah. in Chicago, you know what the yep. pressure's like, all that. Uh, what do you see from him? And like, if you've had a chance to look at that game, what can they do differently? Is there an effect in week one where it's not totally a full picture at, you know, what you've worked to become as a team? Like, can you just truly flush stuff? You know, like New York wants to flush that game. How different can it be? And what are the things that keep week one from looking like who you really are? You know that as well. About when quarterbacks evolve as the year goes on, I watched that game uh, with my oldest son because he thinks that the Bears are going to the Super Bowl, and obviously he was mistaken. But I, I, I know me too. He was devastated. But watching <laughs> that game, you you could tell you could tell that Justin, he you know last year was kind of one two run, and this year he kind of tried to stock it, tried to deliver the ball, and you're just kind of looking at them going, go. Oh, go, go, use your legs more. I think he only had 30 or 40 yards rushing where it's just the way that offense is built and the way he is as a player, you know, you want him to run, especially early on in the year and get his feet wet and kind of develop into the quarterback. Like it's not going to happen one year to the next. Uh, you know, when, when it comes to Chicago, are, are you of the belief that, you know, you you stock the room with talent around him immediately if you're like a GM because some of the Bears fans are like, oh, we need to be careful. Like, uh, you want to save some draft capital in case he's not the guy. I kind of feel like you got to throw everything at a young quarterback to find out if he's the guy because if he doesn't have the pieces around him, you're not really getting a full look. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, he, you got to get guys around him. Um, you know, when I was in Denver with Mike, I think the next – I mean, we drafted – we had B with me, we had tight end with me. The next year, they drafted a left tackle. We brought in offensive line guys. Uh, we brought in uh, more tight ends. We brought in slot receivers. Like, it was offense, offense, offense. Like, they was, he was going to give me the best possible chance to go out there and succeed. So, uh, Chicago, I mean, they need to help him out. I mean, if you're going to let him go out there with half an offense, he's not going to do very well. 
do you like seeing DJ Moore decking a guy for Justin Fields? Was that like did Brandon do that sometimes for you? Brandon definitely did that. <laughs> you know, he would he was exactly looking for a fight. So um I like to see it, you know, as a coach, you go back and forth on it. You're like, all right, that's great. We're protecting our teammates, but we've done it once, you've got his back. Let's not let's not do it again. Um, when it comes to quarterbacks now, is there somebody that reminds you of Jay Cutler? Uh, that's a slippery slope to get into. <laughs> Cause you know, like, you know, I don't know. I, is, is there a guy with the balls that Jay Cutler had on the field right now that you're like, I identify yeah. with that guy. You know, I think there's a lot of dudes out there that really sling it and let it fly. I think, you know, more uh, past friendly uh, NFL world than it was whenever I played. You played. You know, it was more uh, take care of the ball fundamentals, uh, one hitch, two hitch, throw the ball. Now you look at these guys, and it's there's no rules, yeah. and they can't get hit. So yeah, uh, we were just talking about it um, in studio. It's like we're they're uh, showing uh, late hits on quarterbacks, and the guys was like, oh, that was completely legal whenever we were playing. So it's just a it's a different game. I think it's good for the game. It's the fans obviously like it, but I think there's a hand. There's a, actually there's a lot of dudes out there that can sling it. All right, so you were saying um, that that the rules have changed. Obviously, y'all used to get decked. It was like yeah. a totally different game. Oh yeah, I look back at some of the highlights from like yep. the, the the early years that I was playing, even in like 08 and 2010, and the stuff we would have got fined for is crazy. Who was like the scariest dude, maybe out in that AFC West when you played there, and then when you got in the NFC North that you actually had to think about on game day? Oh gosh. I remember it was my second year. It was uh, we were playing Jacksonville, and they had Stroud and um, who was the other guy? In Jacksonville, I'm trying to think. So this would have been both, 2000 they were both, uh, seven? seven or something. Eight? Yeah, 2007. Uh, Henderson, Stroud, and yeah. Henderson. Oh, the guy that got slapped what? in the face. Yeah, he used to get slapped in and the they, face before the game. And they were both like six foot seven, six eight. They played yeah. one and three technique, and like <laughs> you just drop back to pass, and they were just like volleyball players. And then if they got a hold of you, it was, it was game over. It was curtains. I mean, yeah, I I figured you know you the probably Ravens. got hit. Yeah, the Ravens. The Ravens yeah. defense. Um, Paul Malo with the Steelers. You know he's playing cover two from a gap. That was always like this is insanity. Um, how about you know I asked you who who's a guy that uh, that reminds you of you that's a tougher one but like how about a guy that you respect right now that maybe maybe not the best quarterback but that you're you're like that guy's got the deck stacked against him and he just keeps answering the bell. Well, I think if you look at uh, 49ers quarterback, I mean he came from nowhere, won yeah. a bunch of games, tore his arm up, and so now you're thinking he's got three had to do. Um, is he gonna be the same guy? Trey was there. They drafted high with him, um, and then he goes out there and puts on a public performance in week one. Um, I, I think it's a testament how Shanahan it is, but that's also a testament to, um, you know, what kind of kid that kid, what kind of kid that is, and what kind of character he has. Stafford like has really earned, I think, a lot of people's respect. I, I think as I his career has gone on, yeah. I, I've always had a lot of respect for him being in Detroit because I mean, he used to get his, he used to get kicked in every week. Um, but he could sling it, and he would—he was tough as nails. He would go out there every single week, played through a lot of injuries. I'm happy to see him get his Super Bowl and continue to keep playing. Yeah, well, yesterday I was shocked. I mean, like, I, I got a lot of respect for the guy, but I keep waiting for the bottom to fall out because he has been hit a lot, 
And, you know, there have been injuries over the last couple of years. And I, I guess I wonder, like, as you were an older quarterback, what are the little things that 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 dictate where that slope is? Because we as fans and as even D-linemen, I can't see it. You don't know if a quarterback's going to yeah. show up and that ledge is pretty steep. So, like, what are the things that kind of fall apart on you that people might not think about? Well, I think it's your hips. But, I mean, I, I think he's such a natural freak show thrower that, He's, he he can play forever because he can just sit back there and sling it. I mean, his arm is never really going to go away unless he just kind of stops using it. So, and mentally, he's going to be smarter and smarter and smarter each year. So, it's one of those things. It's how much do you want to keep putting up with the headache? How much do you want to keep going to training camp? How much do you actually like the grind of week in and week out? I don't think it's ever really going to be a physical or a talent thing. I mean, obviously, when he gets in his forties and late forties or whatever, if it gets it that far. I mean, I mean, Brady did it, but he wasn't even close to as physically talented as, as uh, Stafford is. Were you surprised Brady was able to do it so long? I feel like that's such a chalky question, but I never hear a quarterback yeah. answer it candidly. He never got hit that much. Yeah. I mean, they, that offensive line was really good. He got rid of the ball really, really fast. Yeah. Um, he had talented, he had talented players. Uh, the defense was always really, really good. Um, it was a perfect fit. I mean, did he make the most of it? Absolutely. Um, but he, and he also was super healthy. I mean, we don't know all about his his that regimen that he was on, but he just didn't get hit a lot. Yeah. Well, you talked about um, you know Stafford in division with you. Obviously, you have a lot of respect for him. You and Rivers, John, back and forth. I forgot about this whole thing. Were you and Rivers yeah, actually like were y'all? Were y'all, did y'all have did not, beef for real? We we, yeah, we didn't really like each other. And we, I don't think we really ever met off the field, but we definitely did not like each other for those couple <laughs> of years. Um, and they beat us. They beat it. We beat them early in the season, my third year. And then they beat us late in the season for the playoffs. Um, but we did not like that team. And they did not like us. They were better. They were a lot better defensively than we are. That was when like Merriman was playing yeah. and a bunch of those guys. So, I mean, they had some juice, but. We uh before my third year we 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 pressed against uh, Dallas yeah and we we were we it was the sole reason was because they were in the same defense as San Diego and we just game planned for San Diego versus Dallas and we just run and play to see what would work I mean we did not like those boys at all yeah well I heard Merriman Merriman was just on uh, some podcast I I I knew it I'd credit it but. Um, it was uh, one of these Instagram reels and he was talking about the 06 Chargers and he said that's the best team to not win a Super Bowl in, in NFL history possibly do you buy that well yeah LT was on it Philip was on it uh, he was unblockable I mean for whatever reason you want to say yeah 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 he was a beast though um, I mean whatever was going oh, on it was he had a run oh, man that was crazy oh un he was literally unblockable I mean and my first year, we didn't have the tackle. And then we had Brian he came in and kind of slowed him down. But uh, they were good. The secondary was good. Um, it was a really, really good team. And for some reason, they just couldn't put it together. Like, uh, we, uh, uh, there was actually a poll that just came out. And Chargers fans were ranked pretty, uh, pretty low, I think, as far as, like, the most disliked fan bases. And it had me thinking – What's the, like for a quarterback? What's the actual toughest place to play? Maybe not the loudest, but where people are actually just like insufferable and they get in your head a little bit. Uh, well, the old the old Oakland Stadium was 
brutal. Did you yeah. ever play there? Baseball? Yeah, field? yeah, but yeah, and and you tried to not like hit the ground around the fifty yard line because yeah, you were in the fucking. Well, and infield. the locker room was about the locker room was about this SUV I'm in right now. Yeah, no question. And then the and then the fans like you'd come in because we were uh, division rivals, and some you'd come in and you'd have little kids giving you a finger. You'd have <laughs> them chucking beer cans off the bus. Mm-hmm. It was just it just sucked to go there. The stadium was in the middle of nowhere in Oakland. Um, I never really liked playing in New Orleans because it was so loud and rowdy. Um, KC was KC. I loved KC. Small locker room. Yeah, but I felt like it was the closest thing to college. Yep, yep. It's one of my favorites. One of my favorite stadiums. Yeah, hated playing in Detroit just because it felt like you were playing in an empty warehouse. They were good a couple. They were the fans came out a couple of times, but for the most part, it was cold and quiet, and you had to kind of figure out a way to hype yourself up. Like, so you hate the Packers because every time the Packers get brought up, Kyle's like, I have to say something nice about the Packers. He's like afraid to say anything about them. Yeah. Like the Lions, are you excited to watch them like kind of enjoy some success, even though they were in division with you and that sort of thing? I am. I mean, I think that I love the coach. Uh, I love the way he coaches. I love, I mean, we we talked about last week. I love the way he motivates. Um, He cares. You can tell he cares. No, I mean, that city deserves it. They've, They've been through the ringer for a long ass time. Yeah, and and with um, the NFC North and and Rodgers leaving and that sort of thing, you were giving me a little bit of shit about my Jets Super Bowl pick. You know, you yeah. you, you were kind of educating me on the things that might pop up in your first year as a quarterback, and like, what yeah. are those things for people that might not know? Well, I mean, you're just moving towns. You've got a whole different support system. Um, you got to. Get to know all these new guys like Aaron. I mean, they had the he had the same group of people around him for however many what is it there seventeen eighteen years however long yeah. he was there. Um, so you just you're in your comfort zone. Um, you can't really be bothered. And now he's in a new city. I mean, he's old. He's older, so I mean, he can handle it. But uh, there's all these little nuances that you know you got to find. If you had someone cook for you, you got to find that. You got to find a different drive through. You got to find all these different things. You got to place a little new uh, Aya plug. Deal with this. A new Alaska plug. Exactly. Got to find a new guy. Go to Brooklyn. Um, and it's a young team. And I mean, I'm in New York right now. So, I mean, it's raining like crazy. So your first game here, you know, might be a slot fest. Make Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Order online during our pizza pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Either way, you win. And speaking of winning, everybody scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the tastiest hour before kickoff. This podcast is brought to you by Cash App, the easy way to send, spend, save, and keep your money safe. It's great because no matter how hard life gets, Cash App keeps my money safe. You know, I I lose a lot of stuff. I'll lose my keys, I'll lose my wallet. Sometimes I'll go on the river and the keys will end up at the bottom and anybody's guess where they are. But the point is, no matter what mistakes I make, I make a lot of them, I know Cash App is keeping my money safe, so I'm not gonna lose my money. There's card lock, face ID, and real-time transaction alerts, which means I'm free to be an idiot in every other way. Thanks, Cash App. Download in the App Store and Google Play to see why it's the number one finance app in the US App Store. Cash App is a financial platform, not a bank. Banking services provided by Cash App's bank partners. 
Debit cards issued by Sutton Bank, pursuant to a license from Visa USA Inc. Visa is a registered trademark of Visa USA Inc. All other trademarks and service marks belong to their respective owners. Erlacher, you know, and I saw Brian in, in Vegas and yeah. just what a fun guy to run into. He's just so high energy and positive yeah, and he, he's, he's cool. just down to earth. And, and it, what, what was it like playing with him and Briggs and those guys? Like, were they just absolute dogs kind of ran oh the locker room? Gosh. Oh, ran the locker room. They were in the, they were in the building. Yeah. They did literally whatever they wanted. We were, uh, we were preseason one of the years, one of our first couple of years with Lance, um, knock on the door he's like we're going out and i'm like i mean i gave her mike shanahan like that's not fine mm-hmm. and i'm like it, it was a pre- preseason we weren't even playing in the game it might have been first one i forget and i'm like ah, i think this is a really bad idea he's like i go security and stuff and he's like no so we go out this side door go down these stairs and like security's waiting for us <laughs> and i'm like here we go we're now we're in trouble and they're like all right lance where are we going and i'm like what is happening right now Lance is like Lance is like well they're gonna they're gonna go with us so nothing bad happens I go okay I guess guess we're doing this but those guys that's unbelievable guys I mean they would I mean it was really just two coverages cover two and cover three and they played the shit out of it and they and they played it so much that they knew exactly where where they could get hurt and they knew they would just run the same plays against that defense over and over again because all the two and three beaters and they knew where they where they were gonna get hurt. They knew where they had to cover their asses. And I mean, they were they were incredible. Well, we talk about it now with like Fred Warner and how much three yeah. they could play in San Francisco and that sort of thing. Yeah. How does a linebacker help you play those coverages? Somebody like Erlacher who's fast enough and long enough. And he was so long that he could play two, he could play the run. And Lance was Lance was so good that in two, like he could he could play that we cook and he could also play the middle if lack if lack left and Lance was an absolute machine in the run game on that weak side. I mean, he would fill a gap in split second. And we always had good one and three techniques. You know, they that was always something that they drafted. They made sure that they had those guys because the only way to play that defense is to have some guys up front. Then we got Pep on the edge. We had some dudes. Yeah, y'all did. Y'all really did. Um there was somebody else I was going to ask you about uh, on your defense. Uh, Tillman? Tillman, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, just ball aware or just as good in coverage or w- what made him great? I mean, everybody knows about the peanut punch, but yeah, watching him nasty. work, you know, like day yeah. to day, what made him great? Well, I mean, I think he he was a kind of – they were covered two guys, and then we started playing a lot more three, and he just kind of developed – he was long, too, and lengthy, and, and he was smart. They watched film. They knew what guys were going to run. Um, and, you know, they weren't playing a, a ton of coverages. They didn't have to worry about playing real man. They, You know, they knew they were going to play three. They knew they were going to play two. They knew where their zones were and where they had to be, and they excelled at it. So, And they were really, really talented players on top of it. So they didn't, they didn't make it hard. Is Olin Cruz one of the baddest men on the planet? He is, yes. And if he's not, he believes he is. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, half the battle, like, dude. Oh, it was half. I mean, he owned it. I mean, I wouldn't mess with him. No one messed with him. Um, and <laughs> unbelievable center. Like, literally, he studied a ton of film, too. And there was a point, like, I didn't have to really make any calls. Like, he was doing everything. Um, and then we lost him, so I had to kind of take over. But 
he was uh he was on it. He was a bad dude. He knew football too. Really really good, really smart football player. Yeah, you could tell he was smart. I mean, I only played him yeah. against him a couple of times. He got everybody lined up. I noticed that off yep. the rip. With Miles Garrett, um, does he remind you any any of Peppers? Because to me, he kind of reminds me of it's like that's the closest comp to him I can find. Yeah. I think Pep might have been a little bit lengthier. Yeah, he's a little um, lengthier. Li- little lengthier, but same body type, same physical giftness. Um, I think that's a, a really comparable thing. Pep just he didn't speak to anybody. But then I he talked to him at the Super Bowl, and he was so cool. He was oh, like the cool. most he, chill, down to earth guy. Oh, nicest, nicest guy in the entire world. Um, you know, he's just you. You got to open the conversation. Maybe not a podcast guest. Uh, I don't know. I, he might have changed. I don't know, but I, um, I would, I wouldn't count on it. I'd still get him on, just to see him on Zoom. Uh, so yeah, like we were just talking about training camp. You had the whole thing oh, dialed yeah. in. What did you, what did you uh, have? Did you have your hyperbaric chamber or were you just more like tasty snacks? I, I, no, I had my, I had an art machine back then. I had, I had, I'd have him bring in a big refrigerator and I, you know, I'd keep all kinds of drinks. I had a blender, all my vitamins. Um, I'd have a bigger TV brought in. Mm-hmm. I usually would bring, I would usually bring like, had one of those like Japan or China made, uh, uh, video games where you play Super Nintendo and and I would have we would have uh, Tecmo Super Bowl and Tecmo mm-hmm. Bowl, mm-hmm. so we would we'd rock out to those. Um, there's only so much stuff you can put in a ten by ten little cell. I have a cool fan, air filter thing. I had a lot of junk. Yeah, so you, you, you bring, you bring all day. this stuff. Yeah, you you uh, use bring all this stuff, and you use like twenty five percent of it. All right. Well, enough football. I just want to ask you about. Uh, you're the best guy that could probably explain it to me. But can you explain Nashville to me? Can you explain? Uh, yeah. Here we go. Can, now I can tell. Right. That's the right question. Can you explain the city to me? Is it Hollywood? Is it like something like no. Hollywood now? What is it? Everybody's no. famous there. Uh, there's a lot of people that have moved there. Um, depends where you go. So downtown Nashville now is just, it's just straight tourists. Yeah. Um, there's bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, all those things are happening on a daily basis. Bars are open at nine o'clock in the morning. There's live music at every single one of them. I tell you what we have gotten, we've gotten a lot better, uh, restaurants. We've got a lot better hotels. Um, so that's a plus for sure. Just your, I mean, it's just not what it used to be. And I mean, I've been there since Oh one. So I've seen the full change. I mean, there's, there's, there's good and there's bad, right? Like, you know, there's so many people now moving that getting crowded, there's lines, there's traffic, but like I said, there's a lot more opportunities to go out there and have fun. So it's fun. Uh, and then if you go down farther South, everyone's moving South, uh, house prices, land prices are through the roof. Uh, the airport expanded, um, what a fucking a lot of... breakdown on Nashville! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're getting a new, 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 new uh, stadium is coming yeah. uh, for the yeah. Titans. Uh, I don't know about that re- indoor stadium shit, Jay. I know you like I, it. I hate it. Really? I want to play. I want to play outside on grass every time. Oh my god! Why? Tell me. Because uh, I hate turf. I think it's me bad too. for you. I hate the rubber. Um, it's just not football. Let's play outside. Let's play on grass, and let's figure it out. Oh, I love it. I love to hear that from a quarterback. That's music. All to my ears. Yeah, because I think I mean, all I, these I, new stadiums are ugly. 
Oh yeah, and I just saw it's one of those. It's a country uh, where soccer is Norway or something sweet like that, but they just banned that rubber stuff in turf. Because well, all these, they're usually all these, uh, right about stuff. Yeah, all those, all the uh, goalies are getting like cancer at young age from diving around on that stuff all the time. Yikes, dude! I used to pick that stuff. I used to blow snot rockets twelve hours after the game, and and you'd have that rubber stuff Black in stuff. there. That stuff. Yeah, well, dude. I mean, it's it's ground up ground up uh, tires. Nothing wrong with a little ground up tire in your nasal uh, cavity. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> some guys who have done worse, but uh, yeah, we were talking about Nashville with uh, with UVA. I like, my, I like I like my driver. We're taking things our own manner. We're going. There we go. We're going. We're we're going bike lane. There we go. I love and we're, it. And we're Shout back. Out to so that do dude. I. Well, so with with Nashville Vanderbilt, obviously the the home team with college, yep. and Virginia is a very frustrating place to watch your alma mater play like it's we lost to jmu the other day i feel yeah. like people think of us as a very academic school there's yep. not like this football kind of like um i don't know association with it the way you'd have yeah. in the sec or even some schools in the acc and i'm kind of wondering yep. how you cope with the same thing now this year you're two and one so things are totally different but is virginia kind of vanderbilt because i've always thought that for sure i mean i've been down there in a while like I, there's just no, there's not a lot of well, there's blew the stadium up, so it's a train wreck down, down there right now. But there's just not a lot of incentive to take my boys down there. Like this, I don't want them to be like associate this with football. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So mean, where are you taking them? Uh, we've been to Tennessee. We go up to the Bears games. Like we go to like fun places. Like so, you have fun like, going back to Chicago. To Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we I try to take the boys every year to a game. Um, we we did we were just up there a couple months ago. We went to a Cubs game. So I yeah. actually like the stadium a lot. I I think uh, stadium's beautiful. I think it's beautiful down there by the uh, the river or the lake yeah. there, not the river. But I kind of think Denver would be the best place to play. Denver was awesome. I loved playing in Denver. And you know what? Like, you never had that noon game. Yeah. Right. So, you, right. so you're so you're always playing that four o'clock kickoff, but it's two there. Oh shit! Yeah, that's some. And and you know what? Like being in the Midwest was a little bit better uh, for me because yeah, so we'd be, we'd be done a little earlier and that sort of thing. So you uh, play you play that two o'clock game. You're done at five. Yeah, that's nice. That's really that's nice. nice. Love um, okay, so before I let you go, I want I want to ask you yeah. about uh, what you think for the for the the big prediction. Uh, yeah, I think I gave you my Super Bowl pick. I don't think I got it from you. You know, Casey took a tough one. Um, Chris Jones I, is I, back. I, Oh, he signed? Yeah, while y'all were doing the show. Oh, really? How much? Yeah, uh, not as much as he wanted. He went to the stadium with those agent guys and sat in between them and postured <laughs> and the whole thing. Like, yeah. they look like they might be in the mafia. And then he's like, yeah. oh, I'll take less. You can't do that after that. No, you've got to hold out then. Yeah, you got to but hold I think, out. But I think they realized that – I think you probably realized that they they weren't going to pay him. Yeah. This was, this, this was going to come to – he was just going to lose a year of NFL. Yeah, yeah, and they really need him. So, you think it's the Chiefs? I still like the Chiefs. I think this year is going to be a little crazy. I mean, I, I think they've been there, they've done it. In Kansas City, is there a chance that receivers get a lot better through a year? Like, yeah, you know, okay, I think in your so. experience, because they got Andy and Pat and the whole thing, they're definitely going to get better. And um, getting getting Travis back is going to take some pressure off those guys. Um, you know, some of those drops were. I mean, they're they're. They're just flukes. Those weren't who those players are, um, or they wouldn't be on that team. So I think they're going to be fine. If anything, it's just going to piss those guys off even more to go out and play. But 
Um, I think until KC, until, you know, something happens to Pat or Andrew Reid decides to step down, I think you got to put them number one. Every year. All right. Well, so yep. you heard it. Who's in the NFC? Any any idea? <laughs> NFC. There we go. Ooh, it's good. Yeah, I don't even know if anybody. Well, not, it's anybody a, everybody thinks Niners, Niners, Cowboys. Yeah, yeah I, I Cowboys, put the Niners in there. Yeah, Niners for sure. Eagles um, for sure. I mean, that's without Eagle. question one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, it's just going to be whether – I mean, they didn't look that – Eagles didn't look that great week one. That's a good defense, though, dude. I mean, like, I really it do is. feel – I feel like they got the people, the people to take away the middle of the field, and that that was hard on yeah. Jalen. And then, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't think they played that well. But uh, if you're New England, you kind of and Mac Jones is salvageable. I feel like so, you know. Yeah. I, it, well, it's it's some with some. Here's the thing that you gotta factor in: like some of these quarterbacks, like they run the ball a lot, and then as they get older, they 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 stop they stop running. They're like, I want to throw, I want to throw, I want to throw. So it's like one of those things that. You know, is Jalen going to keep running? Are all these quarterbacks going to keep running the ball as much as they've done in the past, or are they going to try to be drop back quarterbacks? Well, Anthony Richardson took a huge hit yesterday at the goal line, and his his day ended yeah. with like a bruise on his knee or something. It's not a big deal, but it's like this is week one of a career yeah. that they're probably going to run him a lot. And I didn't know you were almost a safety and a tight end and all that shit, so you almost were running quarterback. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't run around more out there. Oh, because I because I because I started playing faster and faster guys. I can do that stuff in high school. <laughs> hey, that's good. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Jay Cutler, my inside the NFL uh, teammate. Check us out on Tuesday nights uh, on the CW eight seven Central. And uh, enjoyed having you on, man. Come back again. I appreciate it.